0: Hello, I'm your host JP, welcome to a grown-up's guide to VeggieTales podcast, the show where everybody has a baby kangaroo. Welcome to everybody today to episode three. I'm so glad you could join me again. I'm going to be talking about two things today. The first statement will be about some updates on the proposed VeggieTales feature film being in development at Universal Studios for the past year or two. Um, and also then a topic about the top five silly songs with Larry. So JP's top five. Here we go. Um, what do you think? Do you agree with the silly songs that I think are the best and the greatest and the silliest? And now it's time for some VeggieTales news. So um, about, uh, well, whenever um, Universal Studios bought VeggieTales um, a few years ago. So Universal Studios bought DreamWorks Pictures a few years ago, maybe three, four years ago. I'm not exactly sure when. Um, so with that package of Dream- DreamWorks animation, Universal now owns VeggieTales. And so and around that time, a bit later, TBN licensed VeggieTales off Universal Studios and have made the VeggieTales show for about two years. Streamed for um, a payment fee at yippee.tv in case you wanted to see the new episodes. Um, And so the Universal Studios also has been talking to Phil Vischer, the VeggieTales creator, about developing a new movie, a new VeggieTales movie. So we've had Jonah, a VeggieTales movie, which premiered 19 years ago this month in America. Then about 2007, we had... The Pirates Who Don't Do Anything, a VeggieTales movie, which is another fun one. Not as good as Jonah, but I really enjoyed it still. Um, Good animation, a nice story throughout the seven seas, a bit like um, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader from um, Narnia, that kind of thing, sailing from island to island with a quest and a villain, and the Pirates Who Don't Do Anything standing up. And so the third one would be a new VeggieTales movie. And so just letting you know... That the status was that, um, so what happened was, um, Phil Bishop talked about this on a podcast um, a year or two ago called Say Goodnight Kevin. There had been a man who worked for Artisan Studios who was the distribution company for Jonah. Uh, you might see FHE uh, pictures in the credit opening credits for Jonah that was owned by Artisan Studios. I think it was something like Family Home Entertainment, not sure. So they released it in theatres in America in 2002. And then that executive who worked at Artisan in the late 90s and early 2000s, as of about 2018, was working at Universal Pictures. And I'm not sure if he's still there. But apparently he really liked VeggieTales and had this connection with it. And so he had reached out to Phil um, to ask if they wanted to uh, make... if Phil wanted to help develop a new VeggieTales movie. Um, at the stage, at that stage, um, Universal had not committed to funding the movie, but they had committed to funding the development of it. A bit later, so it was in March 21st, 2020, from my fans underscore buck Twitter account, I tweeted to Phil, if Universal is thinking about potentially making another VeggieTales feature film, do you think it could be the Bob and Larry movie? They own the rights to that script, don't they? Now, some VeggieTales fans will know that after around the time Jonah was released, Big Idea Productions had started work on a second animated feature film called the Bob and Larry movie. Apparently, there are a few color sketches that you can see in the making of videos um, of the Jonah, VeggieTales movie. It might have been the tour of Big Idea, but I'm not sure. And so, the Bob and Larry movie is described by Phil Vischer in his book Autobiography as. Imagine if Jonah was a Sunday school lesson on steroids. Then toys, um, then the Bob and Larry movie was Big Ideas Toy Story. Um, I think it was meant to be about the origin of Bob and Larry meeting and starting VeggieTales. And also it was going to be the first VeggieTales film that had human characters in it. Which to be honest would have been really fun to see. To see what humans live in that house that uses that kitchen is there a house beyond the kitchen? Is it in a outer spaceship? Is it in an alien's house? Anyway, I go too far. <laughs> so I asked in 2020 if they were going to make the Bob and Larry movie, which never got made since Big Idea Productions uh, shut down uh, around that time with the court case. To find out more about that, you can check out episode one of A Grown Up Sky to Veggie Tales on the same uh, platform you're listening to this on. So at that time in March 2020, Phil Vischer replied to my tweet saying, The desire is for something new with a Bible story angle, which the B&L movie doesn't have. So that's what we are developing. I said thank you. Good to see a new VeggieTales Bible story on screen, hopefully. An update was there was a tweet in September... Uh, And that was from someone called Andrew, at Drew underscore the draw. He said, are you still working on that new VT movie with NB Universal? In light of recent updates to your status with the veggies, I've been thinking that the project is probably not moving forward anymore. And that's referring to Phil saying that he and uh, Lisa were fired, um, considering Universal said they wouldn't be using them for their voices anymore in future projects, most likely. So um, the question is, are you still working on that new VT movie with NBC Universal? And Phil said on September 5th, 2021, don't know if it's proceeding or not. Haven't heard anything about it in months. And Andrew said, well, that's a shame. Hope things work out for the best. And without knowing that that had been tweeted from um, my podcast Twitter account, which is at veggies underscore podcast, I tweeted... Uh, the, my original um, response uh, that Phil sent about the BNL movie. Um, so I said, News last year from Phil about the topic of a new VeggieTales movie which has been in development at Universal. I don't know what the current status of progress is. And Phil replied a few hours later saying, Me neither. Radio silence from NBCU. So this was from September 2021, which was a few weeks ago. It seems like... Either Universal Pictures has put the Vegeta's movie to the side and said, we'll think about doing this later, Um, or they are considering doing it and they'll be contacting Phil any day, or maybe they are doing some work on it, which if they haven't been talking to Phil about it, I don't know whether they'll be doing any work on the movie because you'd think Phil will be pretty involved. But then again, he doesn't own them and they might be doing their own things with it. So I hope that that's the case. But first of all, I hope that they haven't just shut it down. And I hope that if they did shut it down, they would uh, involve Phil Vichet in that discussion and inform him. Then he can inform the fans and he can know what's going on. Uh, also, because he's done some work on this I imagine to help develop the script and so forth um, because he was putting together ideas and potentially a script but I'm not sure if he actually wrote a script. So I hope they haven't just shut it down. If they put it to the side, I hope we do get it in a couple of years. It would be nice to see Vegetales on the on the big screen again. Whether or not that's in theatres or on a streaming digital platform. Uh, for a feature film um phil Vischer has said on a few podcast episodes that he's done uh that it's very hard to get a theater release for a lot of movies these days even like martin scorsese's latest movie was on netflix uh, just released in netflix not in theaters um and that um and that was like a over 101 over 100 million dollar movie and so he was talking about christian movies on say Goodnight, kevin podcast and about how it's really amazing that like the Irwin brothers or the uh, Kendrick brothers can get a guaranteed theater release in America for their movie because Christians are a really easy to market to audience and so I hope the feature film happens at Universal Pictures if it doesn't we haven't lost anything in terms of we've still got all the details we've got If it does happen I'm really looking forward to it and I hope to be listening to this episode in a year or two having watched the movie and thinking how glad past Jonathan would be that the movie actually came out. Let's wait and see what Universal Studios and Phil to announce in the next few months or years about a new VeggieTales movie. Hopefully we'll see that soon. Here's on to segment two. This is our main segment today. It's JP's top five silly songs. That's right. My favourite silly songs with Larry songs through the history of VeggieTales from 1993 up until 2021. Which silly songs will make the cut? I'm just going to dive right in. in. Now, I watched all these today and I'm very happy that I made some notes. I'm going to talk to you about my favourite things. So... First of all, these categories are. So these songs are from the whole history of VeggieTales, as I said. Um, and you'll see that the order is interesting the way they come. The, in terms of old VeggieTales, new VeggieTales. I'm going to call everything up to 2002 when Jonah came out, Classic VeggieTales or Old VeggieTales. Anything after that, I'll we'll call New VeggieTales. That's kind of how it feels. Like, even the. you know. Late 2000s ones, like um, in 2006, like Larry Boy and the the Bad Apple. They still feel like uh, new VeggieTales for some reason. (laughs) Probably because they have slightly better animation than the 90s ones, but also they have moved on from the Phil and Mike classic era. Here we go. Sleeve song number five. So going backwards from five to one. Number five is Pizza Angel. Pizza Angel is a fun, silly song from Minnesota Cuke and the search for Samson's hairbrush. So this is a new VeggieTales um, song. Um, it is a sweet story. You can look it up on YouTube or GP. It's a 1950s rock ballad style about Larry ordering a pizza and waiting for it to come. It's a really sweet story. The music has done um, so well. The rock ballad style is very effective. And it's very emotional and emotive a bit moody and atmospheric um so just it's a simple story told very well Larry waiting for the pizza um it doesn't come for so long should he have ordered it online you've got the um the P angels come down and send a nice backup vocals and then you've got Jimmy God who eventually um <laughs> comes delivering the pizza and there's a twist there what do you think Jimmy God would have done with a pizza if he couldn't find the place. Well, you'll have to watch the video. <laughs> but um it's a very sweet song. So Pizza Angel, it feels like a silly song, not kind of like a try-hard or fake one, like some of them do like maybe like Tooth Day or Hopperina, which to be honest, I've only seen Hopperina once, but it didn't grab me. But they didn't grab me like these ones do. So Pizza Angel is really nice, um, really fun song, and a bit sad but sweet. Pizza Angel is a new brand of VeggieTales pizzas. So I realised recently that I had seen the Lion logo on pizza boxes in Madame Blueberry in the chase scene. And in Dave and the Giant Pickle when Junior takes pizza to his brothers. When Dave takes pizza to his brothers at the camp across from Goliath. So that there is a reference to in Daniel in the Lion's Den. in Where God went am scared to... Um, feeding pizza to the lions so it's something about um that now they're going to feed pizza to the lions or the angels fed pizza to the lions instead of eating daniel something like that but it is funny and i realize maybe the lion logo with this cartoon line running uh, racing in, on the pizza boxes in dave and madame blueberry is related to that daniel and the lion's stand reference if it is, it's very clever to have that in-joke that I didn't get after until 20 years later. <laughs> but yeah, um, now they've got the Pizza Angel uh, rebrand for Veggie's uh, pizza boxes. I think that it also shows up in the Robin Hood segment, not in Robin Good, but in the time when Junior is playing in uh, Bully Trouble, which is also on the Minnesota Cook and Search for Handsome's Hairbrush DVD. There you go, I just thought of that. That is number five in JP's top silly songs with Larry songs. Then the next one is number four is Monkey. Monkey is a silly song from the Wonderful Wizard of Oz DVD. It is zany. It's in the new new category because it's post Jonah, post bankruptcy. So, but it is really fun. It feels like a classic silly song. Larry has been to the zoo before the song starts, and the lady at the zoo said in like the monkey enclosure. If it doesn't have a tail, it's not a monkey. If it doesn't have a tail, it's not a monkey. It's an ape. Okay, so if it doesn't have a tail, it's an ape, and monkeys have tails. But Larry's caught onto this, and he's trying to say that anything that doesn't have a tail um, isn't it's not a monkey, and so forth. And Bob's there, so it's just Larry and Bob on the countertop, looking like a kind of jungle uh i don't know exploring for animals in the jungle first of all the music is very cool kind of like a jungle beat theme the phrase um that i just mentioned the quote uh is actually inspired by one of the writers of the silly song was at the zoo and heard a lady say that and thought it would sound make it for a good slee song and that fits the style of the music really well into the pattern and timing and the rhythm um and there's a dynamic of bob and larry so silly songs aren't always about the music or even the story it's sometimes about the dynamic of bob and larry or other characters because in the veggie tales bob is often trying to run a tight ship a good show to teach the kids bible lessons and larry kind of maybe puts things off track i know phil put it on a i think it was also the say Goodnight kevin podcast you know the the thing that he tells veggie tales creators like new owners, when he's trying to explain details in two word in two sentences, is Bob is trying to teach kids the Bible and Larry is trying to help, but because Larry is trying to help, he doesn't always help in the best in the best way. So in Monkey, the silly song, there is a dynamic of Bob and Larry. So Larry is excited about this searching for the monkey and this category categorization he's got, and Bob is confused and trying to make things go right. Go, trying to make things go correctly and trying to keep larry on track this is a bit like how uh, bob says something in a, another song so in king george and the ducky which is in a way i've got forgo- forgotten vagetales episode i don't think about king george that often but i do like it a lot at the end you know how bob is in um bob is in that uh that bathroom of king george and they're basically singing a song which has like the word weren't or wasn't, and Bob says, "I think it wasn't." Yeah, so I think the correct word is wasn't. He's trying to correct their grammar, but because Bob wants things to be correct, he's correcting. It just I, that was a really um, good dynamic point that I thought was the same. Like Bob is trying to make sure that things happen right. Although there's a difference when Bob is trying to set correct people's grammar in the song in King George at the end of the episode, he's very grumpy and grouchy. In this episode, he's more kind of bewildered and confused. One also thing is the VeggieTales canon. Doing shows for over two decades, there's been some things in VeggieTales that have conflicted in the canon and something's brought up at the end of this song. So at the end, um, Bob says, I don't have a tail. Um, so maybe, um, I, maybe I'm an, am I an ape? Because I don't have a tail. Suggesting that. And Larry says, I wouldn't be so sure. And Bob turns around and walks off the set at the end of the song. And Bob has a tail. It kind of looks like a lion's tail. Maybe they took the tail off Pargrave playing the lion in the Wizard, Wonderful Wizard of Hearts show that they were making at the time. Maybe they took that model and put it on Bob. As one of the audio commentary people said on this episode is, they're not saying Bob has a tail. But it is interesting. Um, I might do a show one day about how VeggieTales deals with its own canon and what issues you can run into during so many episodes. And another comment about Monkey as the silly song is that it descends into chaos, like the classic silly songs of Water Buffalo and Love My Lips. You know, how Water Buffalo ends with Archibald coming in and yelling at Larry for being so silly. And silly songs with Larry um, with Love My Lips descends in Larry just being quite... Off the rails in terms of <laughs> Archibald wants to keep the uh, psychology session on track, and Larry uh, kind of just gets so overexcited. So gets so overexcited and messes it all up. So the first two songs, counting down from my top for my top five from five to one. Number five and number four are both New Veggie Tales post two thousand and two. Here we go. We've got number three. Number three is The Hairbrush Song, which features on Are You My Neighbour. It's number three on my list because two other songs are better in my opinion. But I know that it's clear that The Hairbrush Song is the most popular silly song. And it's the most popular silly song for a reason. It takes you on a fun journey. And you meet the characters um, one by one. And they say their little piece. um, And Larry is so innocent. And I just believe in his sadness. And it tells a simple story and just has that catchy song. Um, bit I think someone described it in the Hells crew as, I kind of like, operetta. It's a story and it's just got this catchy thing. Here's my hairbrush. and I'm not going to sing that well because it's out of my range. But it is a fun song and I do like how the characters sing their bits. Um, and apparently, like, they were going to all say it, just speaking it. And apparently Lisa Vischer came in and for her Junior line, um, she voiced Junior singing it and they're like, they're like, that's brilliant. And then they, um, they all sang, sang their parts, which adds to it. I think if she hadn't done that and they, and they hadn't followed through on it, it wouldn't have been as popular. And can I please say Larry being thrown roses at the end, there is a look of pride on his face as he greets the audience and it is priceless. It is very good. And also can I say why didn't the Peach become a recurring character? He's such got such he has such a nice visual design. Um, he looks very pretty. Um and you know, he could have ended up being, I don't know, maybe Elijah. We could have him as King Soul, or maybe who else? Maybe you could have had him as Jonah, I suppose. Would have been a very different movie with the Peach's Jonah. <laughs> uh, sorry, the peach's drone, yeah. <laughs> so, um, why didn't the peach become a recurring Beatrix character? I know we saw him again in the silly song "Oh Santa," which was a Christmas silly song for the toy that saved Christmas. He also is not in in the flesh, but he makes a cameo in Minnesota cuke and the Search for Samson's Hairbrush as Samson in cave paintings um, near where they find the hairbrush, and also in a Bible. But we don't see the peach. Other than that, and I wish we hadn't. I wish we had seen him as a recurring character. Hopefully, in the future, they have brought back old ones a couple of times. For example, they brought back Mabel the Pear uh, in Larry uh, in Lyle the Kindly Viking. Even though we hadn't seen her probably since Daniel in the Lion's Den, I think there may have been one other appearance. Please uh, uh, tweet me if I'm wrong that she own, that she had another appearance in between. Where's gold When I'm Scared with Daniel and Lyle, The Kindly Viking. That's in third place, The Hairbrush Song. And here's number two. Get ready. This is going to be a big drum roll because there's only two silly songs left. And these are the top best ones, according to your host, Jonathan P. Number two is His Cheeseburger. Which, okay, technically this is Love Songs with Mr. Lunt. Uh, However, it's counting as a silly song for now. um, And this is... Mr. Lunt singing a love song. It is hilarious in a different way. Mr. Lunt is kind of inappropriate, and you love to cringe at him. He is so devoted to his story, he takes it seriously. Which is good. Like, sometimes comedy is about something silly happening with the character being so serious about it. Kind of like when they made Wizard of And oh, should we make up, like, a new kind of funny song or a new version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow for one of the characters and... And Phil says something like, all you need to do is get Mr. Lunt to sing Somewhere Over the Rainbow straight and it will be hilarious. And they did that for the credits and it is fun. And there's some nice there's some nice 2D animation in that too. For his cheeseburger, this is the only silly song to which I have heard that there is a spiritual lesson attached. I've heard it this from fans or online or something. So the story goes that Jerry wants a cheeseburger for breakfast, it's very early in the morning their place isn't open in the end he gets uh some bacon and eggs at denny's for half price and uh mr Lunt saying jerry will come back to for you cheeseburger because you are his cheeseburger told in a really funny way and apparently <laughs> the spiritual lesson is we are the cheeseburger that jesus has to have so much and i was thinking about this today and i thought is that just 90s christian subculture hype If the metaphor is true, why does the Jesus figure reject the cheeseburger for other breakfast? And because he's hungry? Jesus doesn't reject us. But then I thought, maybe they represent different groups of people. Maybe the cheeseburger represents the Gentiles and we'll eat and be back here for lunch symbolises God bringing in the Gentiles in Acts through the Apostle Paul. After the Jews have been accepted in the Old Testament as God's people. So that's the bacon and eggs. And we'll eat the bacon and eggs and be back here for lunch. So later on, the cheeseburger is going to be um, had. <laughs> is that going too far? And do you follow? <laughs> so, and I just, I just thought it was funny thinking, maybe there's a symbolism, but maybe I'm taking it too far. If you like my humour of that, please let me know on the socials. Also, taking that a little bit um, on another track, when Mr. Lunt talks about cleaning the de- the dirty cheese off just for you, is that about God cleaning us if we are his cheeseburger? Is, it- is Mr. Lund speaking about forgiving us? Well, for other news, you can check out the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, to find out how Jesus does save us and forgive us. But for now, I'd, I'd be interested to find out if Phil and Micah did say there was spiritual significance. And it seems like there's some depth there, but I'm not sure if it's actually intentional. As an Easter egg, you can see at the end of the song, His Cheeseburger, the same backdrop that Larry has for his silly song, which is previewed, but he doesn't get to sing it, it is the night sky with large hand-drawn white stars, and I noticed that today when watching that. Maybe look at that out. Look out for that next time yourself. By the way, that's probably the only Christian music video ever featuring Onion Breath, which you see when <laughs> Mr. Lunch is doing his uh, big, um, big solo at the end. So, recapping, we have had the top five silly songs ever from VeggieTales. In my order, it's number five, Pizza Angel. Number four, Monkey. Number three, The Hairbrush Song. And number two, His Cheeseburger. What will number one be? Will number one be the one with Larry singing to Bob about how Bob can't sing or dance? Will it be the one where Larry is singing about loving his elf when he's got elf ears on? But no. I think you can guess JP's number one Silly Songs with Larry is Love My Lips. Love My Lips is the silly song on Dave and the Giant Pickle. It has witty and sharp humour and it is zany without being kooky. It's funny but not awkward. In Love My Lips, the music is happy and it makes you feel good. The animation is simple but effective. So we have Larry at uh, Archibald's psychology office room. Larry is on the couch. He's talking about how he loves his lips. And for some reason, Archibald is asking him all these probing personal questions. To which Larry has amazing um, things (laughs) that he's saying uh, about uh, his grand-aunt Ruth and little uh, episodes and escapades while he's been playing as a kid. But you know with that big big thing at the end... (laughs) where um larry says um he already knew three words in polish so larry says that this kid oscar um in the hospital taught him his fourth word of polish i'm like larry you already knew three words in polish that's more than i know i know none what were those three words were they words like hello and goodbye or were they words like other body parts like hand or were they about writing were they their book or paper or computer Anyway, I'd love to know, Larry, what those three words in Polish that you already knew were. <laughs> so, Larry, if you're listening, please tweet me your answer. By the way, um, Larry's fourth Polish word is my first, and I don't know if I know any other Polish words. Um, and I hope that I realise next before next episode, if I do know any Polish words, and I'll let you know. One thing I love about this song, Love My Lips, is it is very silly, and it's... Silly for adults and kids. I was almost going to put it down as number two and put his cheeseburger as number one because I love the depth and complexity and humor of his cheeseburger. But Love My Lips is the best silly song because it is truly about silliness. By the way, I did this thing for a church camp about a year ago and it was an online camp because of the pandemic. And I recorded this thing and I'm going to say it now. Um, just listen to what I'm saying. I'll, I hope you enjoy it. And I just stood there until the fire department came and broke the lock with the crowbar. And I had to spe- spend the next six weeks with a kid named Oscar who got stung by a bee right on the lip. And we, could e- we couldn't we could even... Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to try saying that line. That, that rap from Love My Lips. And I just stood there until the fire and I just stood there until the fire department came and broke the lock with the crowbar. And they put me in rehab. Oh my goodness, I can't do it. Okay, and that is my top five silly songs. Let's review them once again. Top five silly songs with Larry by JP, your host of A grown up Sky to Tales. Number five, Pizza Angel. Number four, Monkey. Number three, the hairbrush song. Number two, his cheeseburger. And number one, the best silly song ever, Love My Lips. I hope you've enjoyed listening to the news about the upcoming VeggieTales feature film. I hope you've enjoyed listening to my discussion about the top five silly songs according to your host, JP. Thanks for listening to A Grown-Up's Guide to VeggieTales Podcast, the podcast where we talk all things VeggieTales, including asking the question, how do I feel about my nose? You can tweet me at veggies underscore podcast. You can find me on Facebook at VeggieTales Podcast, and you can email if you me want, if, and you can email me if you want at vtfanpodcast at gmail.com that's v for veggies t for tales fan podcast at gmail.com i'd love to hear your reactions to what i said i'd love to hear what your favorite veggie tales episode is and you could tell me what's your favorite sleaze song <laughs> what are your top five i'd love to hear that and i may read them out on the next show i love for you to join me next time for a grown-up Sky to veggie tales podcast thank you so much for listening and as bob and larry would say God made you special and he loves you very much. Goodbye.